Mem. Amud Aleph, right at the top. Bene'ila de Kippuri. I squiggle underline that. We're going through the different possibilities of having Ne'ila during Shachris, if there's a Musaf, if there's Mincha, and finally Ne'ila, which would be on Yom Kippur, Mayamar. What would the, what should the people in the Tzibur be saying while the uh, Kohanim were giving the bracha? Amar Marzutra Vitema La. There are those who say, Ver'amri La B'masnisa Tana. Uh, either this is a snake source or it's a memory. Either way, this is the Psukim uh, Tilim Kuf Chafches Hinei. Behold, Kichin Yevayrach, Gover Yirei Hashem, for so or thusly is blessed the man who fears the Lord. Yevarech Hashem Mitzioin, Urei Betuv Yerushalayim, and see the good of Jerusalem, Kol Yemei Chayecha, Urei Banim Levanecha, you'll see sons to your son, Shalom Al Yisrael. Okay, that's essentially Tehillim, Kuf, Chaf, Ches. Now, where exactly are the people who are in the crowds supposed to be saying these psukim? Heichan Oimran, question mark. Well, Rav Yosef, we underlined, and Rav Sheshes, a line later, I underlined. Rav Yosef says, Ben Kol, Bracha, Ubracha, uh, between each Bracha. Whereas Rav Sheshes, Amar, Baz Karas Hashem. At the time, each one of the three sections of Berkos Kahanim, there's one Shem Hashem, they should be said at the time of the, uh, when the Kohanim are saying the Shem Hashem. Kama, Pligi Bar of Murray and Rav Zvid. Colon, Chad, I squiggle underline this Chad, and a line later I squiggle underline the other Chad, one of the two of them says, Chad Amar, Psuka Lakabe Psuka. Each one of the things that we said the people in the crowd should be saying had three Psukim. So you say the uh, first Pasuk, Connected the Yivarecha Shem Yishmarecha, the second pasuk when the Kohanim are saying Yira Shem Panavedach Vichneka, and the third by the third. Whereas Vichad Amar, the other one of these two, says actually Akol Psuka Amalulakulhu. Each section that the Kohanim are saying, you say all of these things. Kama Amrav Baraba. I circled his name. He says, and this is a, quite a qualification. Kola Imran Begvulin. Anyone who is in a crowd and, and is saying these psukim outside of the base of Migdash, Dochaning, Eino Elatayah, is basically a big mistake. The whole thing was a decree only for the Kavod Shem HaMiyucha, the special name of Hashem that usually we don't pronounce, that was pronounced in the uh, Mikdash. That's the whole concept of saying these other psukim at that time. Kama, Amar Rebbe Hanina Bar Papa, who I underlined, Teida, he says, you know what? Even in the base of Mikdash, it is uh, not necessary to say these psukim. Let's just look what's going on over here. You have the Kohanim, through them, Hashem is blessing the people. Is there such a thing as a servant who's getting blessed and isn't listening to the blessing? He's mumbling something under his breath. That just doesn't make sense. So better not to say anything, even in the Mikdash. Amravachabar Chanina, I struggled his name, not to be confused with Chia Bar Abba, Ravachabar Chanina says, Teda, as far as he's concerned, Debegulin Nami Bibayla Mimru, not only based in Mikdash, but even anywhere outside, some Shulin uh, Ramat Beit Shemesh, for instance, you'd have to say them. Why? He looks at it a different way. Klum Yeshevich Mavarchin Isai, Ve'ein Mazmir. Upon him, do you have such a thing? Would it be proper for a servant that he's getting blessed 
uh, via, you know, from, from his master, and he's not, Mazur Pani doesn't have like a gracious, a thankful uh, appearance and, and response. In other words, it seems like this is a saver Panim Yofais to say these Psukim. Kama Amra Bavo, I underline his name, he says, Mirash, originally, Havamina Lahu, I used to say these uh, verses during the Birkos Kohanim. However, Kama continues Rebavo and says, Kevin de Chazinale, when I though saw, like live and in person, and I underlined here, Rebbe Abba de Minako, the great Rebbe Abba Minako de Loyamralu, he wouldn't say these psukim. You know what? I also changed my practice, and Ananami, I also Loamina, who do not say these psukim uh, while the Birkos Kohanim is going on. Period. Now, as long as Rebbe Avohu uh, told us that, here's another Rebbe Avohu. Va'ama Rebbe Avohu, I underline his name. Mirash, originally, Havamina Invesanana. I had thought that I was quite an anav. I thought I had really mastered uh, humility, that I was a very humble person. However, Kevan de Chazinale, once I saw Durebi Abba de Minako, this other uh, person, uh, what does he say to Amar? Ihu Chad Taima. Vamar Amoire Chad Taima. He was a great uh, gadol, this uh, Rebbe Abba from Akko. As was the practice in those days, um, the Gedolim, often um, older, not as powerful voices, would have uh, people that they would say over, so to speak, their chidushim to, their shiurim to, and, and that person would be like a, um, that middleman would be like a human megaphone, very powerful voice, and he would say it over. Those were the amora, the one who would like say over from what the rabbi said, so that the crowd could hear. So, um, Rabbi um, uh, Avahu says that he once saw this great Rabbi Abedimin Akko, who, uh, he said, he gave one reason for the shear he was giving, and the Amora, who was like the human megaphone, who's supposed to repeat exactly word for word, more or less, what the, uh, what the rabbi said, Va'amar Amore, his Amore said a different reason to everyone else. The low copied, and Rabbi Yavahu wasn't uh, particularly, didn't get upset. Amina, it's at that point that Rabbi Yavahu realized, boy, I got a way to go. Love in Visana on, I'm not really so humble. Okay, now, he originally thought that he was quite humble. Maybe he was, but just compared to this other uh, Rabbi Abed Minako, he wasn't. So what was the humility, though, of Rabbi Avohu? Umay in Visanu said Rabbi Avohu? Question mark. We have a few mices over here. Two or possibly uh, three. Here's um, mice number one. Da'amra la divisu da'amra Rabbi it seems like there were um, issues with these great rabbis and their uh, human megaphones. Um, the wife of the human megaphone Rebavo said to Devisa Rebavo, to Rebavo's wife, you know what? My husband doesn't need your husband. And that which my husband seems to be subservient, he bows down, he he he, pro, he, he stands up uh, for your husband. Eh, he's giving him like a token kavod, and the token kavod really had to do more with it. Rabbi Avo was very tight with the uh, ruling authorities, and it was more a, a show of respect to the ruling authorities. Uh, okay, that's what Mrs. Rabbi Avahu heard. So she went home and told her husband, Azla Devisuva Amrale, and she told Rabbi Avahu. She said to her husband what the uh, the wife of Rabbi Avahu's colleague uh, had said. His uh, Amar Law, so Rabbi Avahu said to his wife, Ah, my nafkalich mina, what's the big deal? 
Mini umine yiskales ila. Through me and through him, the one on high, meaning the Rabbi Nishalem is praised. It's fine. Okay. Visu and further. I squiggle in on the visu. Rebavo imnu rabbananale lemimne beresha. At a certain point, uh, Rebavo was voted in by his rabbinical colleagues to be the Rosh Hashiva. However, he didn't accept the position. Why? Kevin de Chazye, once Rebbe Avahu saw and looked into Rebbe Abba de Min Ako, who we saw before uh, Rebbe Avahu had felt was a uh, unbelievable anav, uh, when Rebbe Avahu was about to be appointed Rosh Yeshiva and he looked into this Rebbe Abba de Min Ako and, and realized in the Fishile Balei Chayvais, he had, uh, a lot of us can relate to this, he had racked up a bunch of debt, he owed a lot of uh, money. Rebbe Avohu uh, figured um, this would be the perfect time to reject that which they appointed me as Rosh Hashiva and suggest that they appoint instead Rebbe Avdi Minako, Amar Lahu, he said to the, the committee, Ika Rabba, there is somebody greater than me. And uh, that was uh, Rebbe Avdi Minako. Now, of course, once he was appointed Rosh Hashiva, he was given a nice uh, uh, salary or payroll because, of course, it's very important that Rosh Hashiva be a, uh, a man who... Uh, of means, and uh, that was yet another example of the uh, humility of Rebavahu. Here's, I believe, it could be a third example: uh, Rebavahu, comma, and Rebchia Baraba. I underline both the names. I underline Rebavahu and underline Rebchia Baraba. Iklahu lahu asra. They once went to a certain place. Rebavahu darash ba'agadata. Rebavahu. They put up the posters. He was going to speak on uh, Agadata's uh, stories in uh, Torah. Rebchia Baraba. He was giving a much more intricate, much more detailed, much more in-depth uh, halachic uh, drusher, maybe even a shmaisasa, a teaching. So one was, t- one was saying stories and agaratas, the other one was saying a shmaisa halachic uh, teachings. Where did most of the people in this town uh, go? Which year? Shavkua Kulealma, Rebbe Chia Baraba, everyone sort of packed out of the Rechia Baraba, very intricate, detailed, very uh, brilliant halachic shir, the Azul Agabid and instead went to hear Rabbi Avohu. Now, uh, Rabbi Avohu had a big crowd. Rechia Baraba felt very bad. He basically had no one at his uh, shir. Chalash daite, and Rechia Baraba uh, felt uh, quite a bit depressed. Amarle, uh, so Rabbi Avohu said to try to like cheer up his spirits, uh, I'll give you a comparison to what this uh, this situation is kind of like. Two people. If two people come to town, one is selling fine diamonds and rubies. I love this term, and the other one is selling all sorts of chick-chocks and knick-knacks, let's say like hair curlers, nail clippers, uh, fuzzy dice, ginsu knives, toothpicks, toothpick dispensers. Who gets more sales? Almi Kaisin, who does the uh, general population seem to uh, jump to? Um, I mean, it's nice if everyone could have like very expensive fine jewelry, but that's not the one. Everyone's going to go to the, the five and dime store. Okay. And, and that was kind of like a way of saying that, listen, there's lots of people come to my shear, but I'm just selling like the very low quality, very cheap stuff. You have the real stuff. Another thing that Rebbe Avo did to kind of make Rebchia Baraba not feel bad, was Kol Yuma Hafe Melave Rebchia Baraba Rebavo. When Rebavo was walking home, he used to be escorted by Rebchia Baraba 
Ad Ushpize until his his lodging is the place we were staying. Why? Because Mishum Yakra de Bekaisar. Again, Rebavo was quite uh, tight with the Caesar's house, with the politicians. He he was in with them. And uh, therefore, because of honoring the Gentile authority, uh, he would be escorted home. However, that day, Hahu Yuma, Alvi Rebavohu, Rebchia Baraba, Rebavohu, he was the one who escorted Rebchia Baraba Ad Ushpize till where he was staying. Kama. Even with all this attempt at appeasing him, uh, it seems like uh, it might have helped a little bit, but Ruchia Baraba did not feel totally settled um, with this uh, issue. Essentially that his shear had four people, and Rabbi Vosh had uh, 673 people. Period. Now we had already put a diamond around this Bizman yesterday, because on the previous Amud, at about the same spot on the Amud, we had said, well, when the Kohanim are giving their Bikos Kohanim to the people, what do the people say? Here is another thing that is said in the uh, public prayer services, and uh, have a similar question. During the Chazar Sashats, when the uh, Chazan is repeating the Shmon Esra and gets to Modim, Ha'am Ma'hemayimim. What should the uh, people in the crowd, the Tzibor, the congregation be saying? And we're going to have one, two, three, four, five, about six different opinions as to what the crowd should be saying. And uh, most of them are going to look quite familiar. Here we go. Amarav, I know I know his name. The crowd, when the Chazan is saying the Moedim Brachan, the uh, repetition of Shmon Esrei, they should say, the Sibur should say, Moedim Anach Nulach, we are hereby thankful to you, Hashem Elokeinu, Al Sha'anu Moedim Lach, and that which we're able to. Thank you. Okay. Shmuel, I know Shmuel's name, Amar. Um, a slightly different uh, take on what should be said. Eloike um, Kolbasar. He said that actually it should be, Hashem uh, should be referred to as the God of all flesh. That which we can thank you. Kama, Reb Simoya, underline Nightmare. He says uh, what the people in the Tzibor and the crowd and the congregation should be saying is Yoitzrenu, Yoitzer Breshis, our former, our molder, the one who formed us, the one who formed creation. And that which we thank you. Kama. The Nahardian said in the name of Simai that what the crowd should be uh, saying softly is blessings and thanks and that which you gave us life and sustained us and that which we can thank you for it. He says that it should conclude like this. So too should you continue to give us life and show us favor. And gather us together. And bring together all of your exiles. To your holy uh, courtyards. To keep your statutes. And to do your will. With a complete heart. And as so often happens in these types of Gemaras, comes along none other than Rav Papa. Amar Rav Papa, I double underline Rav Papa. He's the one in throughout the Shas who always comes when there's, let's say, two opinions or numerous opinions and, and makes them uh, all one. Hilkach, says Rav Papa Nimrinu, Lekulhu. Let's uh, say, or we say, all of them, and our modim, which is what we say quietly when the Shlitzi were saying modim, actually includes uh, basically uh, phrases from each one of these uh, uh, five or six approaches. Kama. Amar Rav Yitzchak. I struggled with Yitzchak. Yitzchak says the following: Lo'ilam te'emas tzibur alecha. 
person should always have the ema, the the deep uh, uh, respect and fear of the general uh, population and the congregation. Alecha shaharei kaihanim. The kahanim are pneim klape ha'am. What are they doing when they're saying berachos They're basically facing the people, but their their backsides va'achareim klape shchina are towards the the shchina towards the uh, whether you want to say they are on Kodesh or even in the base of Migdash. And uh, that's definitely uh, Amos Sibor on them. Rav Nachman, who I underlined, Amar, Mehocha, you see it for the concept from this Pasuk in uh, the end of Diva Yamim Aleph. It says, Vayakama Melech David, Al-Raglav, King David stood up on his feet, Vayamer, and said, Shmauni, Achai, Ve'ami, listen to what I'm saying, my brothers and my people. Now, what were they? Im Achai, if he meant to refer to the people as his brothers, Lama Ami, why do you say my people? Vim Ami, and if it's my people, Lama Achi, why my brothers? Well, Amr Abelazri explains, this is what David was telling the people. Amr Abelazri, the Israeli, was saying to the Jewish people, Imatem Shaymanli, if you're listening to me, and you're doing what you should be doing, Achai Atem, then you and me, we's brothers, or you're my brothers. Vim Lav, and if not, Ami Atem, then you're just my nation, I am the ruler, Vani and I will oppress you and force you to do what you have to be done, literally with the stick. Kama. The Rabbanan Amri may hacha. That uh, here's another place that you see the aim of the Tzibor should be on uh, the leader. De'ena kohanim rashayin lalois besan delehen. The kohanim are not allowed to go up to the front to bless the people for Birkos kohanim with their shoes on. This is one of the nine uh, brought at the end of Masechus Rosh Hashanah decrees that Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakeh made uh, for the Jewish people. Now, my time, why would they not be able to go up with their uh, shoes on? Lav mishum kavod sibor, is it not because of uh, kavod sibor? Um, Because uh, as they're lifting up their arms, their robes will rise up, and they might have like muddy, dirty, filthy shoes, and that's why they go up without their shoes on. Okay, Amar Ravashi. Ravashi says that last reason I don't know about that one. Lo, comma, Hasam. The issue there that we have them go up without their uh, shoes on is Shema Nifsika Loi Ritsua Bisandaloi. Maybe now Nifsika sometimes means like severed. Or broken, but I think it means like came undone, like their shoes are untied or their shoe straps are not buckled up. Um, maybe the strap will be posik on their sandal, the hadar azul and mikdre, and then they'll be so busy trying to uh, tie it or put it on properly that they won't go up to duchen and people say, "Hey, what's going on with that guy? His last name's Cone, right? Why did he not go up?" Vamri and people might say, "Oh, maybe he's a ben grush or ben chalutza who," and that's why they go up without shoes. Okay. Ubamikdash bracha achas. We said in the Mikdash there was uh, one bracha that the uh, Kohanim, when they would bless the people, it wouldn't be three separate ones with an Amen after each one, it would be one. The Kolkach Lama, why in the Mikdash you say all them together? Well, because unlike the response that we hear all the time in Shul's throughout the world of Amen, there was no Amen said in the Mikdash. The response when a bracha was said, was something else, it might be Baruch Shem Kfoyed Machus but there's no Amen. Period. Ten Rabbanan, the Gemara brings a Brisa that takes us till the Mishnah. Brisa goes five lines, starts here. Minayin, how do you know Shein Oinin Amen B'Mikdash? That it would be the incorrect response uh, in the Mikdash when a bracha said to answer Amen, you don't say Amen. Well, 
Shenemar, like the Pasuk uh, says in Sefer Nechemia, Kumu, arise, Ubaruchu es Hashem, and bless the Lord Elokeichem, Mina Olam, Ve'ada Olam. Okay, that you have to do it, Mina Olam, Ve'ada Olam. And uh, basically the response is, Baruch Hashem, Elokei Yisrael, Mina Olam, Ve'ada Olam. To the first Baruch of Shemona Esrei, to Magin Avram, and the same thing for Mechayim Mesim, etc. That is the uh, response. Mina Yinshal Kol Bracha Bracha. Tehila. How do you know for each um, bracha that there should be a tehila, a uh, a praise? Maybe the Baruch Shem Kvod Melchus is the response. Shenemar, like the pasuk says, Vayivarchu Shem Kvodecha, and they will bless your uh, honorable name. Umeroimim I'll call brachu tehila, and a special exaltation on every blessing and praise, which indicates on each one. Yep, I'll call bracha bracha for each bracha that's said in the mikdash. Tain lo tehila, give a response of baruch shem kvod malchusay lo ilam That's the end of that brisa. The next uh, mishnah talks about another the next thing on our list, which we said was done only in lashna kodesh. The birchas kohen gadol. Now that birchas kohen gadol is the bracha the kohen gadol says. Um, Near the end of the uh, Yom Kippur day, Avodi does the Avoda. He reads from the Torah and then he says a uh, bracha afterwards. And that uh, uh, that bracha that he says associated with the Torah reading has to be in Lashna Kodesh and only Lashna Kodesh. Now, um, what would be the procedure? Uh, the uh, Kohen Gadol was front and center doing all the Avodas on Yom Kippur. Uh, after the Avodas were done, um, he had to do a bit of a Torah reading. Uh, how would they get the Torah to him? Would he go and get himself? No, no, no. There was like a procession. The Chazana Knesses, no till Sefer Torah. The Chazana Knesses, he was basically like the caretaker, uh, the guy who used to make sure the air conditioning was set properly and uh, the Aaron Kodesh was properly adorned and decorated. Um, basically like the glorified janitor. He would, uh, he's still, he took care of the base of Migdash. So, no, till he would take the Sefer Torah, Venosalo, and give it to the Rosh Knesses. The Rosh Knesses is similar to what we call these days the Gabai. He's the one who decides uh, who the Chazan is and who gets the Aliyahs. Uh, then this Rosh Knesses would, Nosna, would give the Torah to the Sagan, the deputy Kohen Gadol, the one who's always there ready to take over should uh, some... A uh, tuma issue happened with the Kohen Gadol. The Hasagan, finally, he gives the Sefer Torah notes on the Kohen Gadol, to the Kohen Gadol. This is uh, Yom Kippur, after the vote is done. And uh, what does the Kohen Gadol do? Omeid, Umekabel, he's there and he uh, receives the Torah of the Korah and he reads from Vayikra Perik Tes Zayin, the Parsha of Achremois, which is the whole uh, Seder of Yom Kippur. And Ve'ach uh, Ba'asur, and then he reads Ve'ach Ba'asur, which is uh, about seven prokem later in Vayikra Chaf Gimel, and that's the part in Vayikra Parshas Emor where it talks about uh, what to do on Yom Kippur as far as the Korbanos. Vegoilel uh, es Hatayra. Now, uh, he would roll uh, the Torah closed, Umeinicha Becheka, and hold it in his chest. Ve'imer. And he would say, as like a disclaimer for what he was about to do, that there's actually more in the five books of Moses that have to do with Yom Kippur, more than what I read to you here. And uh, the reason why he's not going to actually read it from inside the Sefer Torah, he read Achrimois from inside the Sefer Torah, he read Achbasor, because it was only, uh, you know, to roll from 
uh, Vayikra chapter 16 to chapter 23 in Vayikra is not that hard, but to go all the way to the end of Bamidbar chapter 29 to read that section, he's not going to make the whole congregation wait for him while he's rolling it, so he just says it um, by heart. He, re- he recites Uba Asor, Shabakudim. Again, Bamidbar chapter 29, where it talks about uh, what to do in certain avodas uh, for the Karbanas of the Beis Amikdash. On Yom Kippur, Karalpe, he read that part by heart. And he would say a blessing associated with this Torah reading, Shmona Brachas, the following eight Brachas. And uh, these were the ones that we said had to be in Hebrew and only in Hebrew. Number one, Alha Torah. That's uh, the bracha that you say in the Torah. Asher nasan lanu taras emes v'chayayin tabezuchenu. Ala avoida. Avoida is essentially the bracha of ritzay, like what we have in Shemona Esrei. Ala hodaya. Hodaya is essentially like the bracha of modim that uh, we uh, say in Shemona Esrei. And now, remember, this is Yom Kippur, so v'al mechila sa'avayin. The fourth bracha has to do with uh, Hashem uh, forgiving Sin, which essentially the text of it was very similar to the Ata Bechartanu, uh, bracha that we have in Shmona Esrei, which concludes Melech Meichel Vesayleach, the king who who pardons and excuses our uh, errors, Ulavan is Amoy, and that's where that one went. Val Hamikdash, he would say a special tefillah for the base Hamikdash. Uh, concluding with Baruch Asher Bachar Mikdash, and uh, then Al Yisrael for the Jewish people, he would uh, pray for the Jewish people, and he would uh, uh, finish that with a uh, Baruch HaBocher who chose Bama Yisrael, and Al Kohanim, he would do the same thing for the uh, Kohanim, Al Yerushalayim, and the Girsa will change it to Yerushalayim Al Hashar, and the other things, and we'll see what the uh, other things are when we get to the Gemara. Okay, uh, now it's very interesting. They they would have the the lowliest of low, essentially the um, basement just janitor, uh, take out the Sefer Torah, and even though the Kohen Gadol's right there, he wouldn't give it to the Kohen Gadol. He would first give it to the uh, Rosh Knesset, and the Rosh Knesset would give it to the Sagan and the Sagan. So it seems like we uh, possibly can conclude from here, Shamas Mina, Cholken Kavod L'Talmud Makam Rav, are you allowed to give uh, honor to a... A lesser person in the presence of the greater person? Or do you have to just give straight to the greater person? Uh, it seems like here you can give the fact that the Sefer Torah was, went from the janitor to the Gabai, and then from the Gabai to the deputy Kohen Gadol. seems like each one is, even though there are other greater people there at the time, they're giving it to a lesser one. Sounds like you would, yes, be allowed to be uh, honoring, to give special honor to a Talmud Makam Arav. Amar Abaye Abaye says, actually, no, we wouldn't be able to conclude that from here, because Kula Mishum Everyone sees the Kohen Gadol there, but everyone sees that there's a procession that's leading up from one to the next to the next to the higher level person, all the way to the Kohen Gadol, and really, it therefore, is all Lichvayid uh, the Kohen Gadol. The Mishad said, the Kohen Gadol Omed, I underline the word Omed, he stood Umekabalu Kaire. Omed? Well, if he's standing up to get the Torah, Michal de Yoshifu, is it possible to say that he had been sitting up until now? Question mark, comma, Vamar Mar, but didn't we say uh, elsewhere that nobody sits in the base of Mikdash except for the king? Ain Yeshiva Ba'azara, you don't sit in the uh, temple courtyard, in the main Azara courtyard, Elala Malche Beis David Bilvad. 
only for kings of the Davidic line, a special honor of, uh, that uh, they get, but uh, no one else, not even the Kohen Gadol, is supposed to be sitting. Shneemar, like the Pasuk indicates, even at the beginning, it says, Vayavoy HaMelech David, King David came, Vayeshev Lifgashem, I underlined Vayeshev Lifgashem, and he was sitting, and it was Lifnei Hashem. Lifnei Hashem is in the uh, Azar Vayomer, and he said, Who am I? Bottom line, the king sits, uh, no one else, not even the Kongadol is supposed to be sitting. So what does it mean? And he stood up. Well, Kedam Rav Chis, like Rav Chis says elsewhere, we'll see where that elsewhere shortly, Be'ezras Noshim, Hachanami, so to over here, what we're talking about is not in the actual inner temple courtyard, but rather in the uh, further out, Ezras Noshim. Desanya, like we have a brisa, this uh, word may change to Tisanya, it's a uh, support. The brisa goes till the first word on the second line of Mem Aleph Amud Aleph. Uh, basically, about a two and a half line brisa starts here. Um, the brisa is discussing where, in others, in what location would this uh, Torah be read by the Kohen Gadol and Yom Kippur? Vehechan Karinboy? Question mark. Well, in the Azara. Now, it's not clear which Azara, but it says in the Azara. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, why underlined Daimir, he says, no, it was like further out, it was just on the Temple Mount somewhere, Bahara Bayis, Shenemar, like the Pasuk even says in uh, Sefer Nechemia, Vayikra Boilifnei Harechaiv, Asherlifnei Sharamayim. And he read it in the big open area that was in front of the uh, water gate. No pun intended. That's the end of the Bryce, the end of the Pasuk. Now, when we had said, according to the uh, Tanakhama, that they would read in the Azar, which Azar are we talking about? Amrav Chistan, not the inner Azar, the Ezra, but rather Be'ezras Noshim. Ezra's Noshim is called the Ezra's Noshim because the Noshim used to originally be there and the men were up above, but then they built the balconies for the ladies. Anyway, the Ezra's Noshim is uh, not uh, the uh, inner more area, which is uh, holier, and it would be no problem for the Kongadul to be sitting in the Ezra's Noshim. Adkan.